here with me good morning good afternoon good evening for people on anchor so we'll be talking about the atlantic immigration pilot program so i am recording i'm recording on youtube as well as on anchor so people on youtube please go ahead and like share subscribe click on the thumbs up click on the thumbs up i hope i'm loud enough for you to understand so we'll be talking about the atlantic immigration pilot program now this is like a CQ. Um, in the past, like last week, I talked about the uh, Prince Edward Island, and Prince Edward Island is part of the Atlantic Immigration uh, Pilot Stream, right? So that's why we um, are talking about Atlantic Immigration Pilot because I did not actually go in depth for the Atlantic Immigration Pilot Program. I just touched it a little bit. So I said this week we'll go in depth. After this, we'll touch New Brunswick as well as uh, Alberta and other um, uh, other Atlantic provinces. Uh, other atlantic province. so what is atlantic immigration pilot province do me what to like share subscribe people on anchor you can go to beatrice ot on um youtube to subscribe to my channel uh, please comment um ask your questions in the comment section i want to know how i'm doing i want to know where to improve because i'm not perfect and as we improve over the years then i gain mastery okay so let's go what is atlantic immigration pilot program atlantic immigration pilot program it's like a provincial nominee program it's a comp- Supplementary provincial nominee program. Remember when you apply for Canadian um, immigration and uh, when you go to the site, I showed you guys that. So, somewhere on my YouTube channel, there's a video where I showed you how to apply for a visa. That's the platform everybody applies for anything visa related, study permit, work permit, permanent residency, Canadian citizenship. That's where they go. So, when you go to that platform and it's the federal system, I will leave all link in the description below they will only pull you up for four programs so it's either you're eligible under canadian experience class which i've talked about so listen to that and somewhere on my youtube channel or on anchor there is a recording there or federal skilled work or federal skilled trade or provincial nominee program okay so you have to meet one of those four so atlantic immigration power province will come under the provincial nominee program it's a complimentary provincial nominee program and it's wonderful and i know people who used it they were able to settle in canada and what do they do they the employers recruit candidates or a candidate can you know apply to those employers uh, but that employer has to be designated okay and then there is like a form of a settlement plan with settlement services in the atlantic province now the candidate or the foreign national has to work in the atlantic provinces and then they get their permanent residency okay so that's what atlantic immigration um immigrant atlantic immigration pilot program is about it's a complimentary pmp program employers recruit candidates or candidates go to them their settlement plan involves settlement services you work in the atlantic province and you eventually get your permanent residency okay so let's keep going for people who are on anchor you cannot see my slide so i'm gonna say it again like i said it in the preserved island go on my youtube channel at beatrice ot and do me well to subscribe and ask me your questions in the comment section okay now before we dive in detail about the entirety of what the Atlantic Immigration Pilot Province are is what are actually the Atlantic province so if you listen to my previous video on Prince Edward Island you are already aware that Prince Edward Island is an Atlantic province okay Prince Edward Island is an Atlantic province uh, another Atlantic province is Nova Scotia New Brunswick Newfoundland and Labrador and obviously Prince Edward Island so these are the four Atlantic provinces under the Atlantic pilot 
immigration program now if you do not know what prince edward island is what their immigration pathway is they also they offer provincial nominee and they also are under the atlantic pilot program so you have a plethora of there is no excuse plethora of different streams and programs you can use to immigrate to canada if you know if you're thinking oh manitoba is not working okay prince edward island is not working okay there's an atlantic uh, pilot province now in the future we'll also tell you guys another program now they said this is a three-year pilot program so keep an eye on the immigration website all links will be left in the description below so you know if this program is going to end in a different in 2021 or if it's going to be extended okay um as per the website says for three years so so please listen to prince edward island where i tell you about the immigration pathway the channels to do do me what to like share subscribe and let me know in the comments i love to see comments it doesn't take you two seconds even if you say hello it's okay i just want to see how i'm doing okay so we know the four atlantic province alberta is not an atlantic province saskatoon is not an atlantic province manitoba and ontario is not an atlantic province so if you although those ones have something they call rural uh, and northern immigration i would do that way 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 later but i want you to be aware about what an atlantic province is okay so let's go um now how how are you eligible so i just touched what the atlantic provinces are so um those atlantic provinces so which means if you live in nova scotia or you live in prince edward island or you live in newfoundland and labrador right or you live in new brunswick then what what happens then it means let's go back a slide then it means that you are eligible right if you are if you are working there or if you are living or you're residing there now for people outside they might not be living and residing but you have to intend to live and reside there to qualify that's the major requirement one of the major requirements now there are three streams you need to be eligible under okay so number one is the atlantic international graduate stream this is for my international students pay attention if you were busy cooking this is the time to stop cooking and be like okay i need to hear listen to what beatrice is saying for people on anchor support me on youtube please and i'll be getting on patreon pretty soon i'm still figuring how to go around that so atlantic international graduates you must get a job offer so atlantic immigration pilot everybody gets a job offer so regardless of the stream i will touch all the three streams that i that will make you eligible remember you have to leave you have to leave in those atlantic provinces i mentioned and there are only four atlantic provinces so for let's get in detail for atlantic international graduates which is one of the program you have to be eligible you must get a job offer and that job offer has to be at least one year your education must be done in canada unfortunately they will not accept any education outside of canada so every education has to be done in one of those four provinces in canada if you have those education you can attach those but if that if those other education you got it outside of canada then you are ineligible you have to have something you have to have either a degree or a diploma done in canada to be eligible under the atlantic international graduate now good news no work experience is required for this stream okay no work experience is required for the atlantic international graduate remember you have to go to school uh, you have to get either a two years program masters bachelors or whatever but every education degree diploma whatever has to be done in those atlantic provinces okay now 
different eligibility so let's say you did not school you don't have money right to do international student you can do the atlantic intermediate skill you can come under this one however you must also get a job offer for this one the job has to be permanent remember for the atlantic international graduates job offer has to last at least one year this one it has to be permanent so make sure you talk to your employer and ask them and verify is this going to be a permanent job does this job last me for three years four years five years you know if they say yes then you're good to go let it be permanent okay now this atlantic intermediate um stream there are certain things that are a little bit um different with this stream because there's also the high skilled which is the one i'll talk about next depending on your neck level there are certain degrees or diploma that are required now i love this intermediate skill because some job they do not actually require you to have a degree like a degree is really high for someone to get right it's four years not everybody has the time to do four years degree a lot of things happen some people get pregnant along the way and stuff so they just do like apprenticeship so you probably come under knock level c however there's a lot of plethora of knock levels required so there's knock level c knock level o knock level a knock level b those are okay for you right they, like they accept that and one more thing i want to make sure you have to have at least one year work experience so remember in the atlantic international graduate you don't have to have a work experience but in this one you have to have at least one year work experience full-time or part-time equivalent it's more sum up to a thousand five hundred and sixty hours it's not on the slide so that's why you have to listen a thousand five hundred and sixty hours <clears throat> You must show that in the last three years or before you apply, just make sure you have that 1,560 hours for the Atlantic Intermediate Skilled. And also, this is the very last stream, Atlantic High Skilled. Now, you must get a job offer. Uh, it must be at least one year. They need a work experience, so you must have high skill work experience in the last three years. Now, for this one, that one year work experience also have to equate 1,560 hours full-time or part-time equivalent. Only knock level A or B is accepted. Remember, don't confuse this with intermediate skill. Intermediate skill knock level C is allowed. But for Atlantic high skill, knock level C is not allowed. So I want to make sure you see uh, the difference. And also, in the intermediate, the job has to be permanent. For high skilled, it has to be at least one year. So if it's two years, three years, that's fine. But it has to be at least one year. Six months, ineligible. Now, I also want to mention there are certain... Uh, things that will not count as your uh, work experience. So if you were self-employed, that will not count for work experience for intermediate skilled and high skilled. If you have unpaid internships, those will not count for intermediate skilled or high skilled. If you volunteered, that will not count. So I wanted to make sure I put that in there. All links will be sent in the description below. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. And also one major thing everybody needs. So whether you are eligible under the Atlantic International Graduates, Atlantic Intermediate Skilled, Atlantic High Skilled, everyone must show language test, everyone must show proof of settlement fund, everyone must show proof of education. So whether you got like a high school diploma or a degree or a master's or a PhD, you must show those other require requirements, okay? So these are, so the Atlantic International Graduate, Atlantic Intermediate Skill, Atlantic High Skill, these are the three programs under the umbrella of the Atlantic Immigration Pilot Program that you have to come under in order for you to be eligible. Most people use the international graduate side of it. Uh, some people who are outside Canada use intermediate skilled. 
a few people use high skilled but most people use international graduate so this is a very great opportunity especially for people who um, are finding it difficult to get pmp in those atlantic provinces they can use this as a substitute so there is always a solution for it that's why i like canada when one thing is not working there's always something else but you have to keep your eyes open and you have to know what they are so you can save time and save money so uh let's go so now that we have discussed the three basic uh, programs you have to meet not for you to be deemed eligible for the atlantic pilot program there's a two-way process there's a two sides of the coin uh, right and one of them is the employer process and the other is the applicant process so the reason why i said there's an employer process and there's an applicant process there are certain things the employer needs to do in order to be considered eligible and there are certain things the employer needs to incorporate in order for the government to issue you the atlantic um not for them to issue you permanent residency when you come under the uh, Atlantic uh, pilot program. Now, how does this work? You still have to pay the equivalent fees, submit your information um, once the employer has verified whatever with the applicant, which I will also talk as we move further in the slide. You go to the uh, uh, express entry system, you submit your information, you submit your settlement plan and everything with the, Atlantic, with the um, employer. You pay the equivalent fee, which... Um, I believe it's 825 for an individual and 550 for the rights uh, rights of uh, residency and then you're good to go so i'm just going to touch on the two-way process which is the employer process and the applicant process don't want to subscribe now i'm going to start with the applicant process every applicant whether you're coming under the graduates whether you're eligible under the graduates and if you want to know if you're eligible you can go online to the canada.ca website they have a calculator there I just go, I will leave the link in the description. It tells you if you are eligible to actually even um, immigrate to Canada. It puts your, it gives you a score for your your CRS score for your age. So if you want to use that to see if you are eligible in Atlantic province, you can do that. However, remember every province has a lot of like every province has like PMP so they might the calculator may probably put you in Manitoba or put you in Saskatchewan but if you want to be specific you can narrow it down to be like okay I just want the Atlantic province or I just want Prince Edward Island or I just want New Brunswick and it will tell you which of those uh, programs which of those pilots you are eligible either the high skilled intermediate skilled or the graduate but you know you know from what I informed you from the very first slide I talked about the pilots like the graduate stream the um high skill and intermediate you know where you you know where you uh you stand like you know you're standing right so if you're someone who's schooled in canada you know you're already eligible for the graduate if you're someone who, are, who is outside canada and you are like a chef you know you're already under the intermediate right because they have knock level c if you are a lawyer or a doctor you know you're under the high skilled or a nurse so you know you're standing only you know where you stand but if you want to go ahead and use that calculator you can always do that okay all links will be left in the description section now the applicant process Every applicant must get a job offer okay and someone just calling and telling you I got a job for you is not a job offer you must make sure that your employer is designated okay you must make sure your employer is designated uh, you must meet one of those three requirements I mentioned I'm not sure well you can actually meet all three so if you have like a one-year experience in the last three years in a professional role and you graduated in um, um in um, one of the atlantic provinces be it prince edward island new brunswick nova scotia or um prince edward island <clears throat> or newfoundland and labrador 
um, you can actually be a high-skilled candidate and also an international graduate. It's up to you, but you must meet one of those three and you must make sure that your employer is designated. If your employer is not designated, you are considered ineligible. Now, let's talk about the employer process. Your The employer has to be designated. So the employer can be designated with the province. They just have to submit their information to the federal government. I don't know how that the entirety of that process goes, but all link will be left in the description. So the employer will definitely get themselves designated designated i believe there is no fee to get designated but the employer has to be designated uh the employer must be able to issue a job offer to a candidate to a foreign national the employer must be in good standing in that province and the employer must have operated in that province for at least two years only in atlantic province so if the employer is in ontario ineligible if the employer is in saskatoon ineligible so the employer must only be in nova scotia newfoundland and labrador new brunswick or prince edward island and they must be able to work with settlement services in the atlantic province and ensure that the candidate is going to work in the atlantic province okay so we just want to make sure i pointed that out okay so that so this this hits our point when we say we have the employer process and the candidate process right so everybody has to play their role and when everybody plays their role and everything is looking sweet then you will get your permanent residency so let's talk about settlement services who are these people settlement services uh it's it's a service that um, actually help newcomers in um canada they help newcomers to adjust and settle in Canada. Now, for the Atlantic pilots, they actually offer like a short-term mutual adaptation between the employer and the newcomer. So if the employers have like a settlement plan and tells the settlement service that, okay, I need you to provide this housing for this amount of money because this candidate is going to be working for my company for X, Y, Z amount of time. And I also want to ensure they have like a listening disability or they have a language disability. What recommendation can they, can you give? Now, there will be a form of agreement and a settlement plan between the settlement service and the employer that would be you know issued to the newcomer so if you uh, are planning to come to canada through the atlantic pilot those things will be in place and settlement service plays a huge huge role because they will help you with language skill they have a plethora of resources i've used one of them here an example of them is ym ymca uh they also have the um they also have settlement services for uh, for women as well in um, in the Atlantic uh, province. They have uh, the A and O support services, although that one is in Alberta. They have the Women Counseling and Immigration Service, and there's a plethora. All all of them will be left in the description section below so do me what to like share and subscribe they help you with language they help you with employment they help you with speaking they help you with listening now they will not give you an employer though that's something you should have already done ensure your employer is designated and all that so they will not give you an employer they do not match with an employer although they will help you with resume interview tips and job uh, services as well as job sites okay they possess a plethora of other resources and uh, all the on links to settlement services they are where they have the not the so i will leave the link i'll show you the link you just click in the link it takes you to the official website it shows you settlement services it shows you their number it shows you what services they offer if you want to go deep into it you can actually call one of them verify now i did a podcast i'm sorry this is not on youtube only on podcast so youtube people it's time for you to come and support me on my podcast and in my podcast i basically talked about covid19 and traveling and i did talk about some fines and money that uh uh that you know the government of ontario this atlantic province ontario is not included but in the podcast i talked about how the government would um punish perpetrators 
if they refuse to follow the COVID-19 quarantine rules. Okay, so you can listen to that on my podcast. People on Anchor, you people on my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Radio Talk, you already know what I'm talking about. But for people on YouTube, you can go listen to it. I don't know if I'll make a video on it because it's pretty short. Uh, that's why I will leave the link though for the podcast so you can listen to it. So there are some fines that was issued. I don't know if the federal government on Ontario there's actually a fine right now. And uh, I do see that police are actually charging people and enforcing that. So enough of that. So I talked about settlement services and all they can offer for you. So you can click in the link in the description to learn more about them. Okay. So let us move on. Wow, we're already hitting 19 minutes. So um, I just want to define what knock codes are. Remember for the intermediate level, I talked told you guys about knock code C. Knock code C is for intermediate job, usually requires high school diploma. Example will be industrial bushes, long haul drivers, meat servers, bartenders, food and beverage. And then knock code D is usually for general labor. Now, knock code D was not uh, really uh, mentioned in the advancing intermediate skills. So all link will be left in the description section. Fruit pickers, cleaning staff, and janitors, or your field workers. I talked about knock code D for Prince Edward Island, so make sure you go listen to that, okay, to know its entirety. Now, knock code A, B, and O. I've always been talking about this in every single every single video I make that um, includes eligibility criteria, be it for Canadian Experience class, be it for federal skilled worker, be it for federal skilled trade. But I'm just reiterating for those people who did not, um, who want to like, no, they've never heard of no code. So this is for you. So do me what to subscribe or subscribe on that button. So knock code is for professional roles. It calls for a degree. Like you're a doctor, you're a nurse, you're a lawyer, you come under knock code A. Knock code B will be for technical job roles or skill trades or apprenticeship, welders, jewelers, and plumbers. And knock code O will be for managerial roles. So store manager, bank manager, and supervisor. So remember, for high skill role, knock code A or B would work. But for intermediate, it would be knock code C. So I hope I clarified all your questions. So I'm just going to do a summary. We talked about the Atlantic provinces and we know what those four Atlantic provinces are. Newfoundland and Labrador, Nova Scotia, Prince Edward Island, New Brunswick and Prince Edward Island. We talked about the eligibility criteria, which means you have to come under Atlantic Intermediate Skill, Atlantic High Skill, Atlantic Graduate Pilot Program. We talked about settlement services and a plethora of resources. We did mention some examples. We talked about some no codes that uh, you need to know because if you don't know these no codes and uh, you get a job offer, you may also be ineligible because some job offers uh, uh, uh sorry some job requires a certain no codes and you can listen to i'm not gonna say it because this is a summary you can listen to go back push back and listen to the entirety of this video so subscribe to my channel for more content my name is beatrice oti i am your canada immigration expert i reside in canada subscribe to my youtube channel like share subscribe and click on the thumbs up we're bringing you more content as the week unfolds do me want to hit smash smash that subscribe button thank you for listening and you have a great day bye for now